0: Welcome to the Legalpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Sager, and I'm dedicated to covering common legal issues for small business owners and just how some of the world's most elite entrepreneurs have handled legal issues themselves. In true attorney fashion, the information in this episode is not legal advice. This is for informational purposes only, and you should always consult with your attorney before implementing any of the information. Now onto the show. There, welcome back to the Legalpreneur Podcast. Today we have Orit Krug, who is actually a client of mine, and she does amazing work. And when I say amazing, I mean absolutely amazing work. She is actually a tele dance therapist, so she is a therapist that uses the mode of dancing to help her clients, and she does it virtually. So she does a lot of things and what she does is really amazing. I mean, she helps people heal through trauma and really she's just passionate about shedding an honest light on what's really going on for women at the deepest level of their trauma so they can move on and create lasting, loving relationships. So Orit personally, I mean, it took her well over 20 years to realize that what she personally went through as a child was trauma and Once she came to that realization, that's how she decided to serve people herself. She went through it. So now she is helping people move through it as well. She's doing beautiful work. I love seeing her absolutely kill it. And we cover quite a bit. I mean, we first cover how she opened her business with telemedicine, which is really just a gray area these days. And a lot I know a lot of especially with the covid pandemic a lot of people are figuring out how can they serve clients virtually and luckily orit tackled this dilemma well before the pandemic and we've been working through that together so we also cover how she was able to subconsciously overcome blocks in her own business by hiring an attorney and i say this i mean all the time that people subconsciously do have these blocks in their business and it's stopping them from growing because they have not tackled the legal side of their business. So Arit and I, we talk about that and I I really hope you enjoy this episode. Like we have a great conversation and I would love for you to go check out what she has to offer at aritkrug.com and definitely screenshot this episode, tag us on Instagram, let us know what you like most. And before we get to it, couple of reminders, of course, text us, (laughs) text the word podcast to 832-225-3164 to enroll in our text alerts. And I know I keep saying, hey, we're going to have giveaways and da-da-da. Well, guess what? We have some really exciting stuff coming up. I'm kind of just waiting to get through the Legalpreneur Pro Bono Grant, which this is the last week. So make sure you get your application in as soon as possible. I don't want to throw too much stuff out there. So I haven't been texting the text list that much, but it is coming up very soon. So don't forget to text us and let me know what's on your mind. So all right, let's get to it. Super exciting episode. Here we go. Alrighty, welcome to the show, Arit Krug. I'm so happy that you are joining us today. I know the listeners are really excited to hear from you as well. So go ahead and get started and let us know you know, where you're from, your background, how essentially how did you get to where you are today? Thanks, Andrea, for having me
1: on and I'm excited to be here. So yeah, my name is Ori and I am a board certified dance movement therapist. I've been doing this work for about 10 years now. I work exclusively online now with women who've experienced trauma in the past who are still bringing the past into their current relationships and sabotaging it. So I help them release that and have healthier, lasting, loving relationships with their partner. But for like the last 10 years, even before I started doing online, I was working in psychiatric hospitals and outpatient clinics and treatment centers for people who have experienced trauma, were on the edge of life, attempted to commit suicide and really intense things. Being a dance movement therapist, I do this work through helping my client's access trauma through their bodies and releasing it through movement and sometimes what really actually looks like dance.
0: Wow. Now that's incredible. I didn't know you were working in like a psychiatric facility. How did you get started with the dance therapy? Was that something that you practiced when you were at, you know, other facilities before you were online? Walk me through that because that's really interesting, like especially I've never been in a facility for psychiatric reasons, but I'm just curious, like how are they open to that?
1: It's most common in psychiatric hospitals. I mean, I'm not going to go through the whole training of (laughs) how to become a dance therapist, but when you graduate, you get your master's and you start training with all your hours. The most common job you'll get is in psychiatric hospitals. And are they open to that? Meaning the patient's. You know, most of them at first are not. And <laughs> they're like, <laughs> you said what now? <laughs> but it's not like people might think dance therapy is oh, it's like a ballet class or something like that, but it's really finding the expression, the the organic expression within their bodies and being able to express themselves in ways that they honestly haven't been allowed to or, or haven't felt safe to in a very long time it's not like we're doing leaps across the floor or anything. It's really about the connecting with each other through movement and finding meaning again in life that way. And so I did that. That was my kind of past life before switching to online work.
0: Awesome. So was there anything that drew you particularly to dance therapy? Or is it just something you kind of fell into? Well, I
1: started dancing when I was four years old and I was, I danced all my life and I grew up in a home that was traumatic and I experienced abuse and going to the dance studio every, every day of the week really was my escape. And it wasn't just I could escape my house, but I actually through dance was just able to express what I was going through without really having to talk about it and release those feelings. And so it, it helped me through a rough upbringing. And somewhere around my teenage years, I was like, I really want to help people. Like, I really want to be some kind of therapist, some kind of psychologist. And my mom told me that somehow she knew that dance therapy was a thing. And I was like, really? Okay, I'm going to Google it. And, and it's a thing. (laughs) And that's where I ended up where
0: I am today. That's awesome. That's really cool. So listeners, Orit is a client of mine. And I remember when we were first chatting about her and her business, I just was fascinated because I had never ever heard of a dance therapist. I didn't even know there was such a thing. So I'm glad that we've got to know each other. Yeah. So uh, when did you decide to actually pursue online therapy? So I actually
1: started my own podcast in 2017, I think. I still have it. It's just I'm not as active. Yeah. And I interviewed dance therapists around the world about different things, treating different mental health things. I don't like to call it an illness. And people started emailing me like, wow, I live in this remote place or middle, I live in the middle of nowhere. It's so awesome to have this information. You know, even though that wasn't I wasn't doing therapy, it was just a podcast and a great one at that.
0: <laughs>
1: I was like, whoa, you know, I've been doing really important work, but just in a really small area, what if I could share my work with the world and help people all around the world? that's when I started feeling really trapped in my job. Not only because of that, but because, you know, public institutions, mental health, all that good stuff that I won't get into. But, you know, it just wasn't aligned with my bigger values of of helping people in the the right way that I felt like I needed to help them.
0: So let's shift a little bit and talk about, some legal issues that you may have encountered along the way? Because I'm guessing even with the legal world, having a virtual practice like I have, I've talked with ethics lawyers, making sure that I'm doing things the right way. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that you have had similar issues with you know, having a virtual practice and then maybe even other issues. Anything you're open to talking about, I know the listeners would love to hear it.
1: Yeah. And that's why I wanted to come on and share because I've been getting a lot of questions like this lately because not only have you not met other dance therapists, but I'm the first dance therapist to actually bring a business online. Nice. Look at you. Yeah. So I'm excited to share this with other dance therapists and other therapists in general who have this question. I knew when I started that I couldn't say I was doing therapy across state lines. You know, with my licensure, but it was really more vague in with my board certification. And, you know, I reached out to supervisors and people who might know better. And it was like, "Mm, there was just so many loopholes. There was no clarity. This was the beginning of my business where, you know, obviously things I was just starting up and. I was like, All right, I just won't call it therapy. And you know, that's safe enough. (laughs) And then last March or so is when my business blew up. And I was like, Oh, my God, you know, like things are getting real. It's getting serious. I was starting to think about even a few years ahead when I am really much bigger. And someone could sue me or... (laughs) Uh, that's when I reached out to you is when I started hiring other dance therapists. So I, I don't know, I was willing to take some kind of fall for myself, but it became much more serious when I had staff on board and I didn't want to risk them losing their license or anything like that. So it was kind of like, if I want to have a real successful business, I got to I gotta do the legal stuff. Yeah. It was a huge block where I, I resisted it for a while. And then I was like, okay,
0: I got to do this. And I think that's very similar with a lot of businesses. Just like you said, there's a big legal block. So I try not to get too woo on the podcast, but there's definitely something to say about having that mental block, about not wanting to address the legal stuff. And subconsciously it's holding people back from growing their business because they know there's that block there. And then once they... Make the leap to getting help or just getting advice, then it's like, oh, it's almost like a weight is lifted off their shoulders. Because so many times I encounter clients that are like, oh, I'm so afraid of this and so afraid of this. And I actually, just this past week, I talked to somebody who was launching a new business and he's very successful at what he does, but he's going out on his own now. And he had so many fears around different things. And I just calmed him down. He's like, okay, I feel so much better. But Seriously, so many people go through it and they don't realize that the sooner you tackle the issue, the sooner you can move on and grow your business. And I think it's very similar to anything that you're fearful of. So like I'll use me, for example, anytime as I've been growing my firm, I've been very fearful of hiring mm-hmm. people because it's scary. Like, you yeah. know, it's number one, it's like, okay, I, and now I'm, I am responsible for for these people's well-beings, their livelihood, because I am responsible for paying their salary. And especially now during all the COVID-19 stuff, but leading up to hiring my whole team, every time I would go to hire them, I would always be so scared. like, oh my gosh, what if it doesn't work out? What if it doesn't work out? Mm-hmm. And then you hear people telling you like, oh no, once you hire them, you'll still grow because you'll not even realize it, but you can spend more time on growing the business instead of doing those tasks that those people can be doing.
1: Definitely.
0: I mean, I equate it to that. Every single time I've hired somebody in my firm, I've still been able to grow. So if you have a block regarding legal within your business or just a block with maybe you want to hire a social media manager for your business, and I get it, being fearful of money and fearful of what might happen, I totally get it. But once you get past that block, it's crazy. What can happen? Yeah. Building a
1: business is one of the hardest things I've ever done. And it's especially, I mean, I'm only two years in. So, you know, especially in the beginning, and there's so much that can come up. There was a huge block for me where I had a fear of success as well. So, you know, when things started getting more successful and more clients and fully booked it still brought up a lot of fear for me. And this was one of the big things was, I don't know if I've taken my business seriously enough. You know, It kind of could have just been a little bit of a a hobby at this point. I mean, I'm I'm doing really profound, deep work, but I didn't address the legals. And I knew that was stopping me from growing further. So I just feel like there's so many things that can come in our way from stopping us to really be as successful and grow as much as we want. And I like that you're doing this podcast, because you're bringing attention to one of those big things where if you're like, if anyone who's listening is like me, it's like, No, like, that's fine. I don't have to do that right now. I don't have to someday down the line, I'll I'll check if everything's legal. And then all of a sudden, it's like, Whoa, things are real. Like, I got to take care of this.
0: And that's exactly how it happens with a lot of clients that I get. They start their business. They're like, eh, I don't need any legal help. And then things blow up and they're like, oh my gosh, I can't, like, I have to make sure this is okay. I have to make sure this is okay. I actually had a call with somebody this morning. Her business is absolutely blowing up. And she was like, I have nothing in place. And it almost, something's in the back of their head saying, hey, you need to do this. You need to do this. And then they just put it off. And then finally they blow up and like, oh my God, I have to do this before somebody comes after me. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's it's very true. Like the more money you make, the more eyes that are on you and the more you can lose. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. So I'm just curious because we started working together last year in 2019 and I know we did some research for you, you know, looked into a couple of things and I know that, you know, was probably something scary for you. That's a big step as a business owner, like actually working with an attorney, getting the answers, having the peace of mind. So how has your business grown? Or maybe it's changed? Like what's happened since we first began working together?
1: Yeah, I finally got clarity on the things that I've been secretly somewhere deep down anxious and worried about, which like to bring back to the last point is that We have so many tasks in our business that if we can not have something take up any energy, it allows us to have that space to do something else in our business. So I feel like that weight was lifted and I could stop fixating on that and start focusing more like you said, being the CEO a little bit more. So since we started working together, I hired a couple of staff. Yeah, I didn't have to worry about if things were kosher. (laughs) Because I got that out of the way, I was able to really create more of a, a process of how my team can grow with me. Just basically like the process of selling my programs into, okay, well, how do I have them come on board? And what are their tasks and all of that? So it really just got that fear and that anxiety about, are they going to be okay out of the way and focus on the bigger things of how am I going to make this work now switching from, I mean, I'm still a personal brand, but switching from just me to sending clients to work with my staff.
0: I love that because a lot of clients come to me as well asking about, okay, I want to hire somebody. Now it's more than just them. And they want to hire out a team, whether it's somebody like you hiring staff or somebody hiring another law firm, hiring another attorney, what's involved there. And there are a lot of questions that have to be addressed when you bring on an employee, whether it's your first employee or your 20th employee, there's questions and you have to make sure that you are addressing all of those before it's too late. Like I have people who are like, okay, I want to bring them on as an independent contractor. And it's like, after we have this conversation, 100% they need to be an employee. And that whole conversation is really scary for the client because sometimes they want to get mad. And I'm like, look, you're not paying me to tell you what you want to hear. Like you are paying me Mm -hmm. to save your butt. So when I tell you that you need to hire them as an employee, I'm saving you from possibly having to pay back taxes plus a fine from the workforce industry. So there's a lot that goes into that as well. So I want to dive into one more question, which is your name. I am very (laughs) curious about your name and what that comes from.
1: Yeah, so my name is Hebrew. My parents were born and raised in Israel. So my name Ori means my light. So yeah, my parents named me my light.
0: I love that. I had no idea. I would, because I remember seeing your name when you signed up, and I was like, who is this? I've never heard. I honestly, I was like, maybe this is like a scammer or something. And because I'd never heard anything like that name. I was like, I just really hope this isn't a scammer. And then we talked, and I was like, yep, definitely not a scammer. Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I can see that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, all right. Let's leave the audience with one. Business tip that you have. It doesn't have to be related to anything legal, but if you can leave them with one tip, what is it?
1: Yeah, a huge lesson that I've learned, and maybe this is a little bit woo woo, is that if something, like if something in my body is signaling me that feels off, then I know that that's the most important thing I have to take care of before making a big decision or moving forward with even a client. Just if, if there's something in my body that, you know, or if it's stressing me out and if I'm, if I'm more stressed than having fun, that's a sign for me to do things differently. Because if I'm not having fun, then that's just going to drain me and burn me out and no one's going to want to work with me like that. One of the reasons I reached out to you is like, I listened to my body that was like, something's not safe here. I need to do something about that. So don't ignore those those signals you know that heightened anxiety possibly or maybe you talk about legal stuff and your body's like your heart starts beating faster there's a reason for that so listen because you have the most wisdom in your body and we have all our answers in there
0: yeah that's beautiful I totally agree and I I operate the exact same way if something doesn't feel right then it's not happening yeah Saves
1: a lot of uh, saves a lot of emotional physical energy.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So let the listeners know where they can find out more about you.
1: Sure. So I have a website, Cori so It's my name com. <laughs> yeah, you can find everything about what I do and a little bit more about me over there.
0: Awesome. Perfect. Alrighty. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I know the listeners are lovingness. Go follow her, go check out her website and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much. If you found this information helpful, I would be so grateful if you could share it with a fellow business owner and it doesn't cost anything to rate, review, or subscribe to the show. Your support helps me reach more listeners, which allows me to support more business owners in their entrepreneurial journey. I'll see you next episode.